Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Gwinnett, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. All right, good morning and welcome to our show called Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. This is Dom Rainey. I'll be your host today, filling in for regular host Nicole Toptosh. Get well soon, Nicole. You've been out a while, so we're thinking about you here. Our producer, Mike Salmon, will be my co-host. Welcome, Mike. Hey there, How's Dom. How's it going? I'm doing good. A little tired. Worked the uh, Braves game last night, uh, but uh, I'm glad to be here, and hopefully Nicole will be back uh, next week. Awesome. Hey, Mike, uh, we've got another great show lined up today, so let's introduce our guests. Joining us from Loyalty Works is Steve Damaro. Hello, Dominic. Hey, good morning, Steve. And from a company called Green, Green Worldwide Transportation is Jeff Green. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how are you, Dominic? Great, great. And rounding out our guest panel today is Randy Hicks from Meridian Star Merchant Services. Morning, Dom. Hey, Randy. Uh, welcome, everyone, and thanks, thanks for joining us today on our show. Hey, first up is Steve Damaro. He's the CEO with Loyalty Works. Steve, tell us about your company and what it is you guys do. Uh, Loyalty Works has been around since 1977, but what's happened in our industry is we've taken advantage of the Internet. So what we as a company do is we help companies become more productive in terms of getting sales out of their distribution channel or the direct sales or getting more productivity out of their employees. And we are, to the incentive industry, what Salesforce is to the CRM industry or what Amazon is to the uh, retail industry. We have used the Internet to modernize and streamline the efficiency of, of distributing rewards. Uh, the rewards now are a lot more uh, cost-effective. Uh, it's a much better uh, purchasing uh, consumer experience. And we've used the Internet to create a Facebook type of environment for uh, human resources and employee recognition programs. So uh, employees like using social media at their own time, and what we're doing is we're taking advantage of that momentum and making it more productive for our clients. Uh, the net effect is, is that uh, our systems, which used to take four to five months and cost hundreds of thousands to implement, now take a couple of weeks and cost a couple of thousand dollars to implement. So, Steve, what are you selling? Well, what we sell is productivity. Um, you know, the steak is no good without the sizzle. We sell return on investment. Um, so when a, when a company comes to us and our clients are, any, are anything from Fortune 100 to $20 million distributors, so, so what we're selling is, is some type of productivity. So the productivity could be relative to sales increases from their value-added resellers or the channel partners or their distributors or their dealer salespeople, uh, or it could be productivity out of their direct salespeople, or it could be productivity relative to their employees. Um, and what we do is, is the system is, is, is all done in modules. So say, for instance, a, a company could have their entire marketing platform uh, hosted on what we call our umbrella. Uh, and within that umbrella, they could have a learn and earn functionality, they could have tutorials, they could have certification, uh, they could have performance tracking, which would track the sales within their distribution system. Uh, they also could have a wellness program uh, or a safety program. And the, the net effect is it's all hosted on the same site. 
And so we have clients that well, we have a large pharmaceutical company out of Minnesota, for instance, that has an incentive program aimed at their resellers. They have an incentive program aimed at their direct salespeople, but they also have a, a employee recognition system, which is aimed at their employees. And then they also have a wellness program. So it's all done on the same dashboard, and it's all set up in weeks instead of months. I presume you uh, have competitors like the most of us. Uh, what makes uh, Loyalty Works different? Well, you know, we, we like to think we're the best, but um, um, we have about 200 clients on the system. The system's been up since 2006. It's never been down. And uh, we did an internal survey, and our clients gave us a 95% excellent rating, and 96% said that they would refer us on to their friends. So uh, we, we consider that to be a hell of a testimony. Um, when we compete with a competitor, uh, and they have a budget, okay, in, in this time of recession, a lot of companies don't have budgets, uh, but when they do have a budget, uh, we win uh, 96% of our uh, uh, bids or, or, or requests for quotes. Um, our biggest competitor is actually cash. Um, and our system uh, has uh, a number of qualitative and quantitative advantages over cash. Um, but cash is still king for a lot of companies. Uh, I know that uh, Jeff and I were talking about incentives for his people uh, while we were waiting for the show here earlier. And, and what people want is they want to be able to spend their earnings, whether it's a cyber currency like ours or miles like what Jeff uses uh, or cash, they want it to be as effective as possible. Um, the advantage of our system over cash is the fact that people, once you give them cash, they forget where they get it from. Uh, so it could be used for alimony payments, which is not exactly uh, encouraging, uh, versus on our system, uh, we have over 15 million items in our rewards catalog, so they can have anything from flat-screen TV to uh, uh, a one-week cruise. So, um, And we purchase our rewards from the same people that Amazon purchased theirs from. So, so the net effect is we've become an aggregator, and as an aggregator online, uh, we have substantial buying power, which we then pass on to those clients. You know, uh, you were telling me before the show you've got a pretty high closing ratio Yeah, when you get toe-to-toe. Well, when we go toe-to-toe, it's, it's, it's a 96% closing ratio, which is really quite amazing. So the, the, the business model that we use is we're very, very strong from a search engine optimization standpoint. So when someone looks at incentive program or HR program, when they Google that, we are usually number one or number two to come up on that. And the reason being is because we've done a lot of research, we have a lot of white papers, we have a lot of justification, we have platforms that measure return on investment, and when we show these clients the return on investment, we have that 96% closing ratio. Steve, tell us about your tool. How, how does the tool work and uh, what does it do? Well, um, originally, uh, I, I came up with this concept back in 2006 because I didn't believe in the old merchandise catalogs, which were the predominant rewards functionality back then. Uh, they were based upon warehouse items, and, and we called it the toaster trade. So namely, namely for, for those people that are uh, our age, 
Um, you remember green stamps and, and things of that nature. Well, you know, I worked all year long, and I've got 18,000 green stamps, and I look on the catalog, and all I can afford is this green toaster, you know, and, and it takes six weeks to get it. Well, well now uh, you, you work all year long, you've got 18,000 points, and now you can afford that 52-inch flat-screen TV, and it's going to be at your doorstep in four days. Uh, that that We've pretty much perfected that. Uh, about three years ago, we said, okay, we've, we've got this platform. We've got the cloud. Okay, why do people get incentives? Okay, well, they get incentives because there might be a strategic uh, initiative by a corporation to uh, have their employees uh, go after certain uh, objectives. Um, so uh, the, the old tenure days where you work 20 years and you get a gold watch doesn't cut it anymore. Uh, and what's happened now in this environment, in our economic environment, is that a lot of companies are, are very lean and mean. They've, they've laid off what I consider to be their weak employees, so now they have to incentivize the good employees. Uh, and how do you do that? You do that through recognition. And, and giving somebody a gold watch is not recognition. Uh, giving them a choice of 15 million items, that's recognition. Um, so uh, our clients can pick and choose these modules, and they're not expensive at all. They're a couple of hundred dollars. Uh, and then from those modules, they then can manage an employee recognition program, a tenure program, a wellness program, a safety program. Uh, and, and, and I think the important thing is, is we as a company, we practice what we preach. Um, uh, we, we try out all these programs on our own employees, and we have about 40 employees. Uh, and we as a company went from 200 employees to 40 employees. So we went from 200 non-motivated employees to 40 motivated employees. And the net effect is, is, is we've saved a lot of money, we're a lot more efficient, uh, and we pass that on to our clients. And because of that, we're, we're an Inc. 5000 company. Uh, we were just voted as best and brightest place to work in the city of Atlanta. Um, We've won numerous awards with uh, with our respective industry associations, but but uh, most importantly, we are proud of of what our employees contribute, and and we give them the 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 tools to act on their own and, and to make the decisions. They understand what the corporate objectives are. Uh, we we do profit sharing. We do 401k matches, but most importantly, we also have created an environment where. Our employees use a peer-to-peer -peer recognition program where they look for reasons to compliment another employee. So, for instance, if Dominic worked late one night in order to get a proposal out for a client, then Randy might say, good job, and it might, we post it on our system, and just like Facebook, and then we give them points for that. And then at the end of the month, who has the most points gets additional points. So it's, it's very candidly, it, it, it has... It has changed the environment from people nitpicking and bitching at each other from one that where people very candidly are looking for reasons to complement positive behavior. Uh, so it's right. such, a, such a unique program, and it sounds like a, a lot of fun. It, it would be a, a fun place to work that, that incorporates uh, your program. What type of businesses does this work best for? What industries do you work with? Uh, or would it be really any company that has an, a set number of employees? You know, it, it, it frankly could be any company. Uh, from an HR standpoint, uh, it could be any type of company. And, and as I said, it's very, very important now because companies are lean and mean. Uh, from a sales incentive standpoint, it's, it's any company that has a distribution system. 
so I maintain uh, it doesn't matter if you're selling condoms or computers, you have to have a distribution system. And um, you, have to, you have to facilitate the product going through that distribution system. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, I enjoy uh, snow skiing. Uh, when I get through at the, at the end of the slope and, and, and I want to have a beer afterwards and, and I go to that bar, well, what am I going to do? I'm not going to walk away from that bar if they don't have that particular beer that I want. Uh, and the reason that bar has that beer is because that distributor sold it to them. It wasn't because of the advertising or, or TV advertising. It was because of the distribution. And, and, and we as Americans don't realize that when you go to buy some carpet, it, it's not because you saw an ad for that carpet. It's because you go to that carpet store, and that carpet salesperson has been educated by the carpet manufacturers to push a particular line of carpet. And so you trust that dealer salesperson to advise you on the appropriate carpet. And, 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 and that is what our systems do. So the system can train. Uh, it can test people. It does tutorials. It does surveys. Um, it tracks sales. Uh, it has uh, triggered emails. It, it will send out, for instance, it will send out an email uh, when you have reached a, a safety goal. Uh, it will send out an email for your birthday. It will send out an email for your tenure. It will send out an email when you've made a big sale. And, and, and it's all done uh, on a programmable basis uh, where it takes very little man hours and it's all automated. You know, I listen to what you're saying and, and everything. It sounds so good. It's, it's almost priceless. But obviously, Steve, there's a price. Uh, how much would it cost for a company to, uh, cr you know, use this type of program uh, within their organization? Well, um, it, it used to take uh, programmers uh, months and months and months to put this stuff together. Uh, we utilize uh, Microsoft.net uh, and SQL Server as, as, as our basis. And we've been able to ostensibly, uh, we can have a program up and running in 48 hours. Now, Frankly, that doesn't happen that often because it's not necessary. Uh, but what used to take four months can now be done in weeks. Uh, and what used to cost hundreds of thousand dollars can now be done for five, ten thousand dollars $10,000. Folks, you've been listening to Steve Damaro with Loyalty Works. Steve, where do you see the company in, say, five years? Um, the, the next horizon um, is, is what we call CRM, which is Customer Relationship Management. A lot of people have heard of uh, Salesforce.com or, or Microsoft Dynamics. They have about 60% of the, the global market share, uh, PeopleSoft. Um, what, what I see happening is a integration with people's customer relationship management systems. Uh, so that our system communicates within their systems, and then we reward for the strategic behavior that that particular company has determined that they want best. You know, the, the whole key is, is, that, is that this not take man hours, uh, the keep it simple, stupid uh, uh, concept is, is to make this as easy to administrate and as easy for participants to use as possible. Um, uh, the, the big term in, in our industry right now are points of engagement. And if you think about it, uh, what we're sh shooting for is what we call top-of-wallet mindshare. Uh, uh, you know, the economy, the GDP, has, has, has been going up maybe 1%, 2%. It's been basically hovering around at, at the rate of inflation for the last five, six, seven, eight years. So we're, most of us are in a mature market. And so what we want within a mature market 
uh, is, is market share. And the way to get that market share is by being top of mind with your respective clients. Steve, how can our listeners reach out to you to find out more about Loyalty Works and your services? Um, we have a very, very, very good uh, website. Uh, it's www.loyaltyworks.com. And within that website, uh, there are studies, uh, there are return on investment, uh, uh, there, there's how, how to implement, there's implementation guides, uh, there's good questionnaires, uh, there's a series of videos on there, uh, there are testimonials from clients. Um, our biggest advocates are our clients. Uh, and as a company, uh, we actually have gone from 12 salespeople down to three salespeople. And the reason is, is in this day and age with the Internet, people are better informed. And my attitude is I would rather have people informed and make an informed decision uh, by studying our website, uh, which has about 2,600 pages, um, but it's, it is navigable. Uh, but studying that website, determining what's best for them, and then giving us a call on that website or setting up a demo. Most of our business is done through uh, an online demo. So someone can be at the comfort of their office or their home, and we'll set up a, a go-to-meeting or a WebEx demo, and it takes about 30 minutes, and they'll, they'll say, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread, or no, thank you, I don't want it. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Hey, next in our broadcast is Jeff Green, founder and president of Green Worldwide Transportation. Jeff, give us some background about Green Worldwide Transportation and what you guys are doing. Okay. Um, we originally, we've just changed the name to Green Worldwide Transportation, formerly known as Green Classic Limousines. Started this company back when I was an Atlanta police officer, and I handled a lot of different nightclubs, and they always seemed to have this issue and problems with getting limousines. Uh, I'll never forget uh, what really gave me the idea is one time Pat Sajak came out, and he got very upset because the limousine he had rented was not anywhere to be found. And... Uh, that gave me the idea that, well, maybe there's a need for limousines. And I was doing a lot of different extra jobs, just had a child, and needed additional income. So I, uh, during my patrol time and talking with different of the uh, communities and the businesses out there, I determined that you know, maybe it's worth a try. So got my first limousine, and my brother had just moved back to Atlanta, and he became the first chauffeur. And from that point forward, uh, we had to get a second one because it, it was just constantly going. And my brother said, Jeff, we got to get another chauffeur. This is killing me because we were getting calls all hours of the night. Hence, the company grew. And we started focusing on uh, corporate transportation as well. Handled a lot of the hotels. My first hotel was the Ritz-Carlton downtown. I've been there ever since. And then we transitioned over to the Ritz-Carlton Buckhead. And the business continued to grow. And one of the things I learned and continue to learn is that uh, the most important aspect to keep in mind is customer service. And uh, there's an old saying out there that says the customer is, is always right. Well, that's kind of the philosophy we take. We all know the customer is not always right, but you got to make them think they are. And that's what brings them back consistently. And it's, it's been quite, a, quite an adventure, and the company continued to grow. And... Uh, not too long ago, we were recognized as the best limousine company in all of America by Limousine and Chauffeur Transportation, which was quite an honor. And I was uh, given that award in Las Vegas, and it kind of felt like it was uh, the Emmy Awards. And 
really had a good time with it, but it also truly represented what the company stands for. And it's become a culture within the company that our clients are the reason for our soul being. And we do our best to make sure that we can honor their request. And the company has hence just continued to grow and, and the reputation. And as time went on, I joined what was known as Limousine 20 Group. And it was really the first of its kind in the country. And it consisted of really the top 18 to 20 limousine companies. And we would meet three times a year. And we would discuss best practices and, and share our financials, which is almost unheard of in any business. And we would be able to determine what someone might be doing right that we could do better. And that helped me grow a lot, the company, keeping in mind, again, that the customer is, is always right. And for many, many years, we've been known as green classic limousines. Well, the limousine aspect of it is most people think about when they watch the movies or think of a limousine, they think of this big stretch and celebrities and athletes jumping out of the back of the car. Well, that's not necessarily what limousine transportation companies do. Uh, we provide sedans, vans, minibuses, coaches, uh, as well as the stretch limousines, and we provide the transportation of movements from any, any event you could possibly think of, whether it's a prom, whether it's just going out and out of the town celebrating a birthday, a wedding anniversary, uh, large groups coming in to, to provide sales training. We might move them with minibuses or for larger groups, the coaches. And we're one of the few transportation companies in Atlanta that has our own motor coaches so that we can control the quality of what we're putting out there. And that's why we've, we're changing the name to Green Worldwide Transportation, because not only do we handle transportation for our clients here in Atlanta, but we handle it all over the world. We've built affiliate relations, uh, you name it, Tokyo, Singapore, Italy, uh, all of Europe, all of Asia, uh, all of Australia we, we go to, um, and we, we've been providing that for a while now. So we're really a one-stop shop for transportation. And sometimes we get some odd requests, and we do our best to honor it. And sometimes we're just not able to to honor it. I've got I've got to go there, Dom. You want to share a few stories? So we'd love to hear some of these odd requests. I knew that was coming. I anticipated it was coming. Well, it's kind of like the old saying: "What goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. What goes on in the limousine usually stays there." So I'm not going to pick out particular names, but there were. I've had chauffeurs come back and tell me stories where they've picked up, for example, one picked up a couple at a prominent hotel, and they rolled up the the divider, and they were in the back, told them to drive around a while, and they did, and all of a sudden, the divider rolls down, and they said, do you want to come back here? He was like, no, 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 no. So as they got back to the hotel, um... <laughs> Kind of a strange story, but as they got back to the hotel, it turns out that this couple was married, but just not to each other. <laughs> so all kinds of things go on in these cars. We, we constantly drive celebrities, and um, you know we, we keep things confidential because they don't, celebrities do not like paparazzis falling around or the general public really to know, you know where they're staying or where they are because they deserve privacy as well. So we try to provide that as much as we can. But the stories, I, I can make a whole show every single day for probably the rest of the year about those. But um, I, th I think I'm going to 
move on to the next. Well, it seems like, you know, some, some people think the limousines are just for the rich and famous. Well, it's truly not. Um, anyone can afford a limousine. And we, we work with all, all levels of, of income. It's a special occasion. Uh, proms is a big event. And that is something that really you need to be somewhat careful about when you're renting a limousine. But uh, we, we do so much. Um, for example, when Final Four was here, we provided transportation for the NCAA, for several of the teams that were here, including Syracuse and, and Michigan. And, and we, we did just a, a tremendous amount of transportation. And, again, our fleet consists of the regular sedans, vans that can move anywhere from from 11 to 14, uh, stretch limousines that seat anywhere from 6 up to 14. We've got the minibuses that seat up to 32 with luggage, without luggage as well. And we've got the big motor coaches, which is the top of the line, Cetrus, which is made by Mercedes, and there's only a few of those in town because they are so expensive. But it's, it, it's our desire to provide the best possible transportation that you can get out there. You just mentioned, and we're talking with Jeff Green with Green Classic Limousines, that, uh, you know, when the, the kids uh, rent the, the limos for the prom to be careful. Uh, it, so it brings up my question, what types of questions should people be asking when they're searching for that correct limousine company that fits their needs? Well, that's a that's an excellent question. Our industry here in Atlanta was regulated by the Georgia Public Service Commission, and legislation uh, earlier this year we got moved to the Department of Public Safety which is really a good thing because they've got the enforcement where they're able to kind of somewhat control the regulatory aspect of regulating limousines and transportation companies and we get the stories every single prom season we'll get calls from hysteric parents and hysteric children about our limousine didn't show up or this thing doesn't even look safe or this isn't what we ordered. I think, I think we've all heard those stories. Oh, yeah. And so what I would suggest is the first thing is you want to find a reputable transportation company. How do you do that? The first thing I would do is go to the uh, Georgia Department of Public Safety's website, and they have a list of regulated, permitted companies. They also have a list of unregulated or what are, is now known as illegal carriers. And that, that comes from... Uh, Companies that used to be regulated or have found to be not in compliance and have been taken off of active permits and active uh, registration. So beware of those, number one. Number two is verify the insurance because, face it, especially during prom season, we're carrying the most precious cargo there is, children. So if a company is properly insured, and don't just take their word for it, ask for a certificate of insurance or ask for the name of the insurance company and the agent, and then call them to verify it. Then if they ask you for a deposit, a deposit is reasonable. I would never give more than two hours deposit because if you give a deposit, don't do it in cash, don't, get, don't do it in a check, do it by credit card so that you've got some recourse should something not satisfactory happen. Um, I would also suggest maybe go see the company and say, when can I come see the vehicle that we're going to get to make sure you're going to get what you're paying for? And that's also very important. So by doing that bit of homework, then you're in, in uh, pretty good shape. There's another step that I, I feel is very important. 
there's an organization called the Greater Atlanta Limousine Association, which I'm a founder and the current president of. And we have a, a, a whole list of members on our website, which is georgialimo.org. And you can find out what companies have gone the extra step to be professional and to join an association to help better their quality of service. And it helps protect the public as well. We don't guarantee these companies, but what we do tell you is they're also members of the National Limousine Association, which I'm currently a, a board of director on and the past president where I was the face of the limousine industry worldwide. And that was a lot of fun because I got to travel around the country and literally lived out of a suitcase. But I met so many different limousine companies. I got to speak at all the association meetings and felt that I had done a lot for this industry. So that's one of the ways to certainly make sure that the vehicle you're getting for a prom, and, and I wouldn't even limit that to just a prom, any special, special event, you don't want it to go wrong. Take the extra time, the extra homework it takes to make sure you're getting the service that you're paying for. Folks, we're listening to Jeff Green, founder and president, CEO of Green Limousines, Green Worldwide Transportation. Hey, Jeff, if I come to see you, you said check them out. If I come down to see you, am I going to see more than a three or four or five car garage? Oh, yeah. We've, we've got probably one of the finest facilities in the country. I've had companies come from all around the country, other board members, and they're all all amazingly surprised because we have a 60,000 square foot facility where all our vehicles are kept inside and you'll find close to 55 vehicles there. Hopefully not all of them there and they're out working, making money. But we've also one of one of four companies that's been authorized by Ford Motor Company in the entire country to do our own in-house repair and warranty work. And what, why is this significant? Because it ensures you that a licensed mechanic at our facility is inspecting these vehicles. So he knows what to look for. He knows what he's doing. He might find something that maybe just a chauffeur doing his normal routine inspection may not catch. We've gone to the uh, extent of putting an actual air machine that is electronic and and dials up automatically, and the chauffeurs every day go by to make sure that all the tires have the proper air in them, which is also very important. And we've even got our own automatic car wash inside the building, which is amazing so this means that the cars are always clean no matter what and it's got a reverse osmosis at the at the end of the cycle which which uh allows the cars when they leave just to drive out without having to be dried and they dry spot free well speaking of cycles you know in my world the it world information technology the average life of a server is about five years what's the average life of a limousine well that depends um we turn vehicles over frequently because we always want to have an updated fleet. As a matter of fact, I just took delivery of two brand-new minibuses that have destination signs on it. So for our clients, for example, if it's the Ritz-Carlton, we can put the Ritz-Carlton on there. If it's the Four Seasons, I can put the Four Seasons. If it's the name of a group, I could put Pfizer Pharmaceuticals. And even if other limousine companies, who most of them don't have minibuses or coaches, call me, I can put their name on the sign as well. Uh, limousines, we just updated uh, a couple of those as well. We've uh, got new sedans in, and the sedan industry is changing because they've done away with the town car, which has really been the the icon of the limousine industry throughout years and years and years. And now that Ford Motor Company is producing what they call the MKT or other vehicles, we're all struggling trying to figure out what's going to really be the next sedan that will this industry will embrace. 
So, Jeff, am I going to see a stretch outside when I go out there today after the show? Well, no, you'll, you'll see a town car, though. And uh, we, we, we carry certain vehicles, like, for example, uh, Mercedes S-Class as well, and it's currently being utilized by a very famous celebrity, which I'm <laughs> not at liberty to give the name to. So I had to drive something, so I took a sedan. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Jeff, uh, how can our uh, listeners reach out to you and to Green Worldwide Transportation? Well, there's several ways. Our website, which is still currently under Green Classic Limousines, and that's green with an E, G-R-E-E-N-E, Classic Limousines, with or without the S. I've got both sites, .com. And the name will be changing on the websites within the next 30 days to Green Worldwide Transportation. They can also call us at 404-875-FUN, F-U-N-N. And uh, that's that's kind of a, a neat gimmick for the company as well. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration Managed Services. Our next guest today is Randy Hicks with Meridian Star Merchant Services. Randy, good morning. Tell us about your company and what you're doing. Good morning. Meridian Star Merchant Services provides uh, merchant services, credit card processing, and point-of-sale systems for anybody who takes plastic. It's pretty much that easy. Uh, we're a little bit different than a lot of other credit card processing companies in that we're the direct processor. We actually eliminate the bank uh, and, from that standpoint, are able to offer rates, uh, products, and incentives. Uh, we offer hardware, software, and different solutions for all types of customers, whether they be legal firms, uh, physician firms, restaurants, of course, food trucks, you name it. If you take plastic, we can work with you. Randy, it seems there's an explosion in credit card debt and um, ATM card usage worldwide. What is the credit card sales volume today? Well, believe it or not, the credit card sales volume for this year is expected to exceed $2 trillion, with a T, dollars. And that volume in itself tells you that uh, people aren't carrying cash. As a matter of fact, one of our clients... Uh, we did a survey and with them and, and did an analysis on their utilization. And typically today people might say it's uh, 70% um, credit card and 30% cash. Well, it turned out that this client was actually receiving over 80% of his revenue via credit card. Wow. It's imperative, so that uh, businesses accept plastic payments these days. Got to Gotta do it. It is whether the business is online, uh, whether they are a storefront, whether they're an individual, whether they're an HVAC contractor, a plumber, you name it, everyone takes credit cards. Uh, the follow up and the abandonment that occurs online is certainly something that uh, people don't want to do anymore. How many times have you stood in line at uh, at a grocery store or anything else like that and actually seen a person write a check and you think, oh, geez, how long is that going to take? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, if I could get my golfing buddies to take a credit card, that would be easy. I used to carry cash too, you know. But, uh, the money you would lose true. on the golf course, Dom? <laughs> it's a good thing they don't take credit cards out there. Well, it seems, uh, seems we are uh, headed toward cashless society for sure. That's good for you guys. Uh, how, how do you feel about, you know, automation transaction process? Uh, what's going on? Well, it's really interesting because as we continue to evolve and become more cashless, you'll see that uh, the, pr the transaction processing in itself, whereas uh, before uh, a check 
may float around four or five days in the economy. Uh, today, uh, we actually provide most of our turnaround on all of our processing within 24 hours, depending on the time that you uh, actually batch your transactions. Individuals running uh, single uh, user operations often batch each transaction, and it's in the bank within 24 hours after they do that. Also, if you look at the soft costs that are involved with having to follow up, let's say that you had a painter come to your house, and he painted the house, and you gave him a check. And then after the job's over, he comes back, and you say, okay, um, well, you weren't home. You have to come back again. There's soft costs. There's time that that painter could be actually doing something else, be on another job and other things like that. With, uh, with a lot of the systems we have, you can set up recurring payments. They can be made on a monthly or whatever incremental basis you choose to have them done on. You can have it taken out of your account directly. You sign a form one time, and it can be directly taken out of your credit card. Your staff never has to follow up on payments again. We're talking uh, with Randy Hicks with Meridian Star Merchant Services, and we know Meridian Star is a direct processor, Randy. What does that mean, and what does it mean to your clients? Well, that's, that's a really good question, too, from that standpoint, Mike, because as, as we know today, there are people that if you're, if you're a business owner, people knock on your door 24 hours a day saying, hey, let me look at your credit card processing. We can offer you a better rate. Well, maybe they can and maybe they can't. Um, we called on a large franchise firm and talked to them about it. They had over 8,000 locations nationwide, and they said, you know, people have done this many times before. They've been with us. They've come and said, let us do an analysis on your credit card savings and see what uh, we can provide for you. And I said, well, you know, I really like a challenge. Uh, we'd really like to be able to try to do that for you. And we were able to beat their rates the current rates that they receive on a corporate basis with over 8,000 customers because we, again, are the direct processor and eliminate that middleman. We do over $7 billion worth of processing in a year. So our company is, is, um, is pretty large. We, we do it not just in the United States. We do that worldwide in many different markets uh, across the world and are available to provide the funds and the, uh, have the relationships directly with Visa, MasterCard. We have direct links into their private networks. Um, we do a lot of cloud-based processing based on that, which uh, from that standpoint, Dom, I know you're excited about. And we're able to provide solutions for our clients and be able to find transactions that have occurred because of human error or things that our clients need to change right away instead of having to wait for the bill to come out Wait 30 days to get your transaction reports and find out uh, what was wrong or what was right with the transactions that you've done. So you, you've talked about uh, the, the rates and, and some of the other things that Meridian Star is, is able to offer, but are, are the rates pretty much the same? I mean, can't we just go to any credit card processing company? That's, that's a great question, too, and, and rates are not the same. Um, a lot of smaller companies provide rates. Again, they go to the bank just like you do, asking for a business loan and working out rates that they establish. Uh, as a direct processor, we actually fund our own accounts, and we, um, the only way that we make money is to add additional fees on top of what MasterCard, Visa, American Express, Discover, etc., all those companies offer. We keep those fees as small as possible because of 
the volume that we do, and because of the services that we offer. It's not just about what's the best deal, though. It's important to say that we offer a lot of services to help our customers customize what they need and the solution that they need. The old adage that if you're a salesperson and you have a size 13 green tennis shoe and you want to sell it to you, it's great, except for the fact that you have a size 10 foot and you hate green. Well, we try to give you the size and the color and the mechanism that you need, whether that be a device that fits on your cell phone that you can process credit cards while you're out in the field, whether that be a simple um, credit card swipe machine that's in your office, uh, that you swipe credit cards for persons that come in the office, whether that be in a point-of-sale solution that restaurants or other uh, retail businesses offer, uh, we can help you with that mechanism and also help you with the processing to eliminate a lot of the soft costs. It's funny because if you look at the, the percentage of, of, of profitability that your company has and you take that and multiply it times the savings that you have, it's often in the thousands of dollars per month that you can actually save in sales that you would have to make just by the credit card payments you pay from the bottom line. Randy, a lot of small businesses are using that little square box, you know, that device for credit cards. Is that, is that still a good deal? Well, that's a, that's a very interesting question, too. And I think that certainly everyone has heard of that, and they probably have one of the best marketing campaigns in the in the world, actually, from from a television and radio advertising. They've poured many millions of dollars into that. But a lot of those transactions are often twice the cost of what you would typically have to pay uh, if you really look at the rates, look at the convenience, look at what you're actually getting provided uh, by that. Is, that. is that really a good opportunity for you? One of our clients um, had a... Uh, an account with an organization similar to that, and it actually stated in there uh, he actually sold over $70,000 worth of T-shirts over the Internet. We have clients on the Internet. We have Internet-based systems. We have one client has 21,000 SKUs on the Internet that they're able to uh, to sell via Amazon, You know some of the things that we talked about before. But long story short, he received... $1,000, which is what the terms and conditions of that contract provided, and the other $69,000 were held in escrow and paid to him $1,000 a month. It's a long time before you get your money. So from a true transactional standpoint, you should have that money within 24 hours, 48 at the latest. Well, uh, you know, point of sale, you mentioned point of sale systems, Randy. Um what, what businesses need point-of-sale systems? Well, there are a lot of businesses that really can use point-of-sale systems. Whether you're uh, a bookstore selling books and you have an inventory there that you want to manage, whether you're certainly a restaurant, and we're all familiar with that now, that, that uh, a lot of the restaurants or almost all the restaurants that we go to have point-of-sale systems. Retail stores, um, a lot of anybody who has product that actually moves off their shelf uh, can use a point-of-sale system. We've been listening to Randy Hicks with uh, Executive. He's an executive consultant with Meridian Star Merchant Services. Randy, tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you and your company. Meridian Star Merchant Services is based uh, here in Atlanta at uh, uh, in Norcross off Peachtree Industrial. You can reach us for more information anytime at Meridian Services. 
MeridianStarMerchantServices.com, excuse me, or you can reach us at 1-855-MER-STAR. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk business to business. A special thank you to our guest today, Steve Damereau with Loyalty Works, Jeff Green with Green Worldwide Transportation, and Randy Hicks with Meridian Star Merchant Services. Thank you all for being on the show today. I'm Dom Rainey, along with my co-host, Mike Salmon, for CDI Managed Services, where we work with companies to maximize their IT investment through outsourcing IT infrastructure and cloud solutions. And listening to the show, uh, to listen to it further, you can go to Silver Lining in the Cloud. Uh, it's uh, silverlining.businessradiox.com. And until next time, remember, when it comes to IT support, cloud computing, CDI Managed Services is your silver lining in the cloud.